friends. Good morning, friends. Thank you so much for joining us once again on this beautiful morning. My name is Pastor Gerald, and you are listening to Grace Waves, brought to you by Great Grace Church of South Africa. Well, friends, this morning as we continue on the topic of faith, the faith life, I'd like to share with you a little throwback Thursday message from Pastor Stevens that he preached many years ago, and this is a very short message, but he's speaking here about personal faith and the difference between personal faith and impersonal faith. So this is a really awesome message. Listen carefully and you will actually hear a lot. So enjoy the message, friends, and God bless you. May you have a wonderful Thursday. 1 Corinthians, the 14th chapter and the 8th verse. If the trumpet gives an uncertain sound, who shall prepare to battle? And again tonight we've heard such a beautiful certain sound. And you responded so uniquely. When the Word of God says in James 2.19, Thou believest there is one God, thou doest well. The devils believe and tremble. O vain man, knowest not that faith without works is dead. You show me your faith without your works. Thou share my faith with works. But the B part of verse 22 is by production in the original Greek, an application. Faith is made perfect. So every time we hear the word of God and mix faith with it in Hebrews 4.2, and when we hear obey in Psalm 18.44, we have, for that time period, we have perfect faith. And that's a faith that serves by love that we heard this evening. Perfect faith. Abraham believed God is imputed to him for righteousness. And he was called the friend of God in James 2.23. Now what I want you to see with closing remarks is one of the dangers for ministries is the generalization of communication in the logistics of impersonal faith. Impersonal faith believes even as the demons do. But they do not follow Christ but afar off. Herein is our love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of Christ. For as he is, so are we in this world. And 1 John 4.17 tells us what perfect love is. What is it? That as he is in heaven, so are we on earth. And when you believe that through positional truth and the 68 things that Jesus did at salvation, confessed up to date, you have perfect love. And when you hear the word of God and you obey, you have perfect faith. And the two things are the greatest things in the world. And that's why I said today, no matter where anyone is at, no matter what they're doing or what they've done, I will never give up. It'll never stop caring and never stop loving. Because if Jesus Christ no never, never, never forsakes me, and he, God said to Joshua, I will never fail thee nor forsake thee. Never. He didn't say if you did certain things. He said, I never will. 
And therefore every place the sole of your foot shall touch shall be yours. In Joshua 1.3 Jesus Christ has never ever given up on a single person who's saved. He may have taken them home early to bless them and get them out of a mess that they didn't seem to allow deliverance in 1 John 5.17 but he's never ever given up. And if he'll never forsake me why would I ever forsake another person? I never will by God's grace. And when a person knows that you will never ever forsake loving them or forsake them ultimately something happens by impartation and that that was impersonal faith becomes personal faith and perfect faith because of perfect love when Elisha followed Elijah in 2nd Kings 2 we told you three years ago at, at a morning wrap that Elisha meant believer Elijah was a type of Christ. And they started out from Gilgal, the first place after Canaan, which is a city of resurrection. And Elijah tried to discourage Elisha. And he said, you stay here, but I'm going to Bethel. And Elisha says, as, as I live and as my Lord liveth, I will follow thee. And they too went to Bethel. The place of communion in the human spirit in Genesis 28 and 32. Then Elijah said, I'm going to Jericho. You stay here. And Elisha said, I'm not going to stay here. As my Lord liveth, wherever you go, I go. And they too went to Jericho. Jericho was a city of destruction. Everything was taken out of it, but silver, redemption, Gold, deity, iron, discipleship, and brass, finished work, no condemnation. And that was taken to the treasury of the Lord. And then in Joshua 6.24, it was burnt with fire. So Jericho, we said three years ago, speaks of the soul. And then Elijah said, I'm going to go to the Jordan River, but you stay here. And Jesus said to his disciples in John 6.66 Why don't you go with them? They went back and followed me no more. Why don't you stay here? And Peter said, To whom can we go? In verse 67, Thou alone has eternal life. So Second Kings 2 says they both went to Jordan, screaming frantically, seeking wildly to escape its fate. The Jordan River almost stopping at times, travels 200 miles when it would only have to travel 70. And when it's all over, it ends up in the Dead Sea. And that speaks of the body. So we shared with you an application, Gilgal resurrection, Bethel human spirit, Jericho human soul, Jordan in the Dead Sea. But you know what happens? Elisha gets Elijah's mantle and does twice as many miracles because spirit, soul, and body had personal faith. Personal faith brings 
precious, perfect love in a relationship, perfect faith toward God, personal faith brings joy to replace sorrow, peace to replace restlessness, and power to replace weakness, and wisdom beyond knowledge, this business of perfect love and perfect faith. And in closing, I want to say this again tonight. The difference between impersonal faith and personal faith. The devils believe God, but it's impersonal. People that don't obey the word of God have an impersonal faith. People that don't live in positional truth have a love that isn't perfect and it doesn't cast out fear. Fear hath torment. But perfect love casts out fear. He that feareth has not been made perfect in love, and we love him because he first loved us. But perfect faith versus imperfect faith is this. Imperfect faith tries. Perfect faith triumphs. Imperfect faith goes to war, but perfect faith wins. Imperfect faith may have a relationship, but perfect faith has a fellowship. Imperfect faith for a Christian may have union, but perfect love and perfect faith have communion. Do you understand the difference? Therefore, the difference is this. A personal Christ with personal love through personal faith makes us experientially production with a faith that is made perfect because we've accepted love as being perfect just as we are. And if he'll never forsake me and never impute a sin to me and will stay with me until I have grown exceedingly in faith and have charity toward one another abundantly in Second Thessalonians 1.3. This is the great salvation we got. And that doesn't make me want to sin. It makes me want to respond and respond and respond and respond. It is said of Stephen in Acts 6.4 that they gave themselves continually to the prayer ministry and to the Word of God. In verse 7, the Word of God increased. In verse 8, Stephen was full of faith. The poor are rich in faith in James 2.5 and the Syrophoenician woman had great faith in Matthew 15.28. And if this pleases God, this application through grace, through love that pleases God is one of the greatest, precious things going for us. The Word abiding in us and we abiding in the Word bringing forth fruit Herein is my Father glorified. Herein is your heavenly Daddy glorified that you bring forth that kind of fruit from abiding in the Word and the Word abiding in you. All right, Father, bless us. these comments in Christ's name. Amen. Would you stand now? I'm going to dismiss you as we close in prayer. And here we are.
with three speakers and you're out in an hour and a half. Some churches have the offering longer than this. <laughs> Father, dismiss us with protection, provision, power, peace, patience, and perseverance. In Jesus' name, amen. You're dismissed.